Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Ladies Promoting Transparent Advocacy Podcast. I am your podcast host, Shay Pate. Well, it's definitely a good thing that it is Friday. This is actually my Fantastic Fellows Friday. And initially today, I wanted to celebrate the amazing double Senate want, excuse me, Senate winnings in the state of Georgia. I am in Georgia, so I'm extra, extra proud. I know you guys was tired of me talking about vote, but it's that important. But unfortunately, Wednesday was totally drowned out by the foolishness at the Capitol. So I want to name today, wait, let me just back up first. I will make marvelous motivating Monday about the two gentlemen that is Reverend Warnock and John Ossoff, our amazing two new senators-elect in the state of Georgia. And they are marvelous and motivating. So I'm going to push this episode for them to Monday, and it will be my marvelous motivating Monday. But as I said, I want to talk about what happened on Wednesday in D.C. So we're going to stay stick with the FFFs, but I decided to make today Fatuous Foolish Friday. Fatuous is defined, excuse me, Fatuous is defined as silly and pointless. Pointless. That was silly, dangerous, and pointless on Wednesday. And foolish, as we know, is defined as lacking good sense or judgment. So that's why we're going to make today the fatuous foolish Friday because that foolishness that happened at the Capitol as everyone has reported on all the episodes of the news every channel facts. If that mob or as we call it domestic terroristic act that we saw had been, as you know, Black Lives Matter and everyone that was protesting peacefully about the brutality that the police is putting on our African-American family members, friends, brothers, sisters, cousins, people, we don't even know them, but we still black. And how they treated them under calm circumstances. This is outrageous. I am so furious, and just like everyone else, you know, they're going to have the police chief talking about he, he, he's going to um, resign. He should be fired because, if I'm not mistaken, don't you get pension and money when you resign, depending on the circumstances? I think there's going to be some financial gain that the police chief is going to get instead of him being fired and maybe locked up. And it was really, really sad that a lot of the police officers were part of the part of the crowd. I literally was watching how everybody else was. They they had a guy, the main video I was looking at is they had a guy who was one of the Trumpsters telling everybody, come on. And you watch the line of policemen kind of like back up and they coming more more and more closer to the Capitol. Then they just start walking, walking with them. As a lot of these amazing people have been all over the media talking about this, you know, it's really crazy. Selfies? Why would you? T- <laughs> I mean, it's just inappropriate anyway. But it was kind of like 
they say like it was an inside job. How on earth, knowing that this is happening down the street in a pumped up rally, which I'm going to play some of the excerpts of some of this, which I'm sure a lot of you may or may not heard it. But I'm going to just pull some of the excerpts out of this rally. And it's amazing to me that they knew all this was going to happen. Like everyone's saying, ain't no shock. There ain't no surprise. And they didn't even beef up security. And the thing that's crazy is that these people were literally all over the place inside and trashing confidential stuff all over the place. What if they had gotten in a little further and made all them hostages? You know, I mean, this is past security breach. Everyone that was on that shift, I hate to say it, and I know a lot of people think it's harsh, but I think everybody that was on that shift, and maybe there's a few that may may not be in this category, so I'll say that. I won't say everybody, but a whole bunch. They need to be going back to the recruit list, and a whole bunch of them need to be fired. Need to be fired, no severance, no nothing. Because some of it was like it was an inside job and they was part of the mob. But it's still a job they have to do. You know, don't be in uniform and do it. Take vacation day if you want to participate in some foolishness like this. Don't be in a police uniform supposed to be protecting. Because as everybody has said and everybody knows, if we had been climbing up on anything, we couldn't even have got that close to climb up on any of the property. They was busting out windows and the doors and i mean it was just so sluggish i mean that is definitely domestic terrorists that ain't i mean looting looting you looting the capital i mean it was just <laughs> i know i need to quit saying i mean because i hate that i apologize i'm just trying to i don't want to i didn't rehearse this i just want to talk about it because i'm not as angry as i was on wednesday because it's clownish and, you know, that's why I had to literally go find the word <laughs> fatuous because I really wanted to use a word that, you know, went into my FFF for the Friday, but it meant what I wanted it to mean, which was silly and pointless. Because what was the point? You know, were, were they trying to go inside to steal the electoral votes and just make them disappear? We already know what they are. So my question to uh, the government, our congressmen and senators, is there a backup plan if that ever happens where someone can steal all of the electoral votes? Is there a backup plan? Are they already before it is um, certified? Are they already in a place where everybody knows what the exact number is? Then you get, and I must call them clowns. I don't care if you're mad. You get these clowns after all this has done happen. Obviously, they weren't scared enough, or maybe they was in on it. They still want to argue about something that it doesn't even make no sense. But what I want to say is to all the listeners, remember the names. Remember the names of all the representatives in the clown of Kansas City. Well, I ain't even going to say his name. He's a clown. He know who he is. And I am calling him a clown because he's doing stuff thinking that this is going to get him brownie points. And it will for a lot of uh, people. But I think that in Georgia, we have proven once again that it's a new day in government. People are doing research more, finding out more about candidates. And, you know, like they were saying, these are all Ivy League uh 
uh, people in the, in the Congress and Senate that are making these decisions that don't affect the everyday people. Maybe we need to get a little more homegrown in the Congress and in the Senate. And when I mean homegrown, I'm not saying uneducated people, but people that have lived through struggles, people that can relate to what's happening right now, people who are wearing masks, not because finally they were forced to, but because they knew that they needed to wear to protect them, their se- themselves, their families, friends, and strangers. You know, People who have struggled and know how the everyday person is feeling so they can maybe rewrite some things. One of the things that I personally have been saying for years is that people forget amendment. The word amendment is just that, where you can adjust things. And I think that there need to be some more amendments to the Constitution. Because think about it. The Constitution, I know they were not thinking something like what we've had the last four years would ever even happen. So we need to adjust a lot of these rules because everybody's talking about they constitutional. But are you really constitutional? Or are you constitutional when it's beneficial to you? So my question for the listeners is, what do we do about some of the laws that we keep relying on to keep people in check? Because we saw for four years, none of that mattered. No one was putting no one in check. And I'm really hoping that the administration that's coming in, since they have the House and the Senate and the White House, they can get some things done and, and get us back to a little more normal. I'm not going to say normal because it's out there now. So I don't think we'll ever get back to normal. But one of the things I'm really hoping we do do is put the word united back in the states of America. Because right now we're like states of America, according to the person in the White House now, because you always hear stuff like, well, I'm not going to give it to these states, as in the democratically governors or the democratic cities. I mean, come on, we are supposed to be united and we are far from, we're the opposite of that. So I'm hoping that this new administration will put some united back into America. But one thing that is really interesting to me is that you are being fed lies, people. You are being fed lies from this man. And I want to just play one of the things that he said. And I just don't understand what <laughs> what in the world. People have been watching elections for years. And the fact that he said that the election was over at 10 in the evening, as in 10 p.m. Now, we know that's not true because we have West Coast states that are hours behind. So if it was over 10, 10 what? 10 Eastern time probably is what he means since he's grown up in the Eastern Standard Time. So 10 o'clock in Florida, New York, D.C., uh, that means that the people that are voting three hours away at 7, it's over. They don't even get to vote. You know, because a lot of people are having election polls closed at seven. So you tell on them, now that's seven, their time. Okay, in California, seven, their time is 10, our time. So you're going to tell them they don't get to vote? Come on now. I just don't understand why this is just so believable. And he says it with a straight face. But I want you guys to just listen to this because this is this is ridiculous. But this year, using the pretext of the China virus and the scam of mail-in ballots, 
Democrats attempted the most brazen and outrageous election theft. And there's never been anything like this. It's a pure theft in American history. Everybody knows it. That election, our election, was over at 10 o'clock in the evening. We're leading Pennsylvania, Michigan, Georgia, by hundreds of thousands of votes. And then late in the evening or early in the morning, boom, these explosions of bullshit. We're going to walk down and I'll be there with you. We're going to walk down. We're going to walk down. Anyone you want, but I think right here, we're going to walk down to the Capitol. And we're going to cheer on our brave senators and congressmen and women. And we're probably not going to be cheering so much for some of them. Because you'll never take back our country with weakness. You have to show strength and you have to be strong. Well, Donald, you are fired. Oh, I wish I was visual. You're fired because if you are a Republican and you are a Trump fan listening, I just want to say this. I always make it clear I'm an independent voter, predominantly Democrat, I will admit, but I have and I will in the future vote for Republicans. I do, however, want to once again say do your research on things that you think this administration has done. And if you find that they've done it to your satisfaction, bravo. And the number one thing he ran on, that wall that still is not built and Mexico did not pay for it. Think about all the things he just said. How much is How much of what he said is true? I'm not going to answer that question because I want people to start doing their own research and find out because I have a lot of friends who really, really are pissed off and they're Trump supporters and we would have conversations and I would just ask them questions about what he says and what they like about him. And it always ends up in a, I'll get back to you conversation. I'm like, mm -mm, you fighting and willing to die and all this for this person. And you don't know nothing about him for real. I mean, what does he say that's really, that you can verify is true? I mean, when you get to the point where Twitter and Instagram and social medias coming behind you saying it's a lie, everything is fake news. He created the, fa the, the fake news phrase when in fact, he was doing the fake news. And I really hate that people are not even trying to find out if anything that is ever being said is true. They just accept it. You know, you hear the word cult all the time. They call it a cult following. And I'm just hoping that what happened on Wednesday, I mean, that is way to the extremes of not only dangerous, it is really poisonous. And I'm hoping that somehow in the next 14 days, this person, when he leaves the White House, he can go on and do his radio, TV, all that, whatever, whatever he's going to do. But if he is thinking about rerunning for president <laughs> in 2024, all I ask his supporters is to pay attention to what has been happening in the last couple of days and probably the next couple of weeks, 
this is a person that has made it clear he is not trying to really do anything in the role he's in right now. So do you really want someone that is a sore loser and is trying to destroy what he can't have to then give it back to him? Come on, think about that. I mean, if you're going to destroy America, you want us four years later to say, okay, he, you ain't mean it. Okay, come on, come back and be in charge again, even though you destroyed us and left us in a bad situation that had to be cleaned up. I mean, I just want you to think about stuff like that. Because if it were me and I'm trying to rerun, I would be just graceful and say, that's okay, I got you in four years. We're going we gonna to see and let it go. But to, like, did you hear the speech? The speech, everyone keep trying to say, oh, it was just talk. Mm-mm. That, what they always tell you when you're a child, words have power. And we will always know he is not the first person that felt <laughs> this way obviously there's millions that feel what is happening that's why it happened on wednesday there's a lot of angry people and i get it i mean i don't get why you're following be angry but be angry for something that's the truth you know be angry if things were really true that you're following i want you to just do research on things that you're angry about and are you really angry just like when he was talking about the regulations I mean, personally, do research on what regulations have been cut. Because when you think of places like OSHA, I'm worried about the, my health, <laughs> hazardous. You know, the, go see what OSHA really stands for and what they do. I mean, I want you guys to really pay attention because I have friends that are major supporters and they saying that that wasn't right what happened, but they agree with why it happened. What? Now, it was just wrong all the way around. We will continue to say it as an African-American woman. You know, I'm going through Black Lives Matter and all, all the, all the, all the organizations because they're not the only ones that vote that are, were protesting. It was different races with, um, African-Americans protesting, but I'm talking about the cause. You know, we're trying to get some equality in America as African-Americans and we can't even peacefully do anything but as you saw 90 percent 99 probably percent of the people that went into what they call the people's house the capital they went in there with vengeance and angry and it, you know there was nothing peaceful about it but as i said earlier i'm more angry with the police and the security because there was no way you can tell people who saw any of that video that they were really trying to get them under control because I had made a joke on my, one of my social media pages saying that my birthday's coming up and I need a new watch because my watch said it was like 7.45, but the curfew was at 6 p.m. And you saw people lingering. So for a whole almost two hours of curfew being in progress, they were allowed to hang out anyway with the police there. And we know that would have never happened if it was for the peaceful uh, protesters. So, you know, everyone's talking about it, I know, but we can never stop talking about it until we get justice. We have to put 
pressure on all the people who now have an opportunity in 2021 to help solve some of these issues. It's systematic. People don't want to keep hearing it, but that's what it is. And we've seen it. (laughs) I don't know. Can someone really change your mind about what you see? Don't go by speeches and rallies. Go by what you see. And I just want people to do that because I want the United back in our country's name. Because as I told people about the Georgia election, what is very major about us getting those two Senate seats was not just that the Democrats would control the Senate, the House, and the presidency, but they could all work together and with the Republicans that are willing to. I mean, we got to say that because we know they really aren't willing to. And the difference with Joe Biden being president and Barack Obama being president is Joe Biden has both houses and a presidency so he can get a little more continuity and, and, and he can get more things done. So I want you all that are all thinking that that was OK what happened in the Capitol to really rethink that, you know, because is it really worth it? It's, it's pointless and silly. It changed nothing except for made our country look horrible around the world. Keep that in mind because I'm going to tell you something I was telling one of my friends. I like to travel and I have been literally to 20 countries in every country I've gone to. I try to talk to native people in every, every country. And I mean every from Asia to uh, Canada to uh, uh, South America to Mexico. I mean, every country. I've been to 20 different countries. Every time I talk to people that were born and raised there, every person has said to me, as much as we like the opportunities are in America, we don't like the American people because of their privilege and arrogance. And not in a negative way. They would just tell me that they didn't like the American people because we're privileged. And I tried to explain to some of them that, unfortunately, as an African-American woman, I'm not privileged, but I get it. I get it. And, you know, we are in some cases better off than a lot of people. And unfortunately, we saw privilege firsthand and look up the definition of privilege for those who don't really understand why I'm saying that. But those were privileged. Privilege doesn't always mean rich. And I need people to to really remember that. I have a lot of poor people that are privileged and they are privileged because of the way they act and they are not rich. They're white. Now, I can say that part, but they're not rich, but their attitude is privileged. So, you know, it's not always about money. It's about the attitude and how you act. You think you're better than me because you're white, but you, you're, you're, you're not, first of all, but even your lifestyle is totally, you know, I could, I'm, this is a generic conversation I'm saying. I'm not saying me personally to someone else, but what I'm trying to do is give you a scenario. I could be, I have white friends that, well, I'll, let me rephrase it. White people I know, I won't call them friends, but white people I know, I know that they live in shacks and not good trailers because there's some bad trailers that are nice. So I'm not going to try to dog trailer livers, but I need you to get the picture of what I'm saying that I think they're better than somebody black 
in a Buckhead mansion. And I'm not saying money. I need you to understand where I'm going. I'm not saying money is the issue, but it's that they think they're better than them because they're white. No matter what we education we get, what we buy, houses, cars, clothes, investments, because a lot of black people that have money or are working do invest in stock more and more, you know, so we do a lot of things that they do too. And one thing that I just want to say about black people to the white people and for all the other races that are listening, but I'm talking about these two specifically right now, look at America right now. Black people are doing, I mean, right now, I know with the coronavirus, it's hitting our community hard, and I know a lot of us have lost jobs, and, and, and a lot of us are hurting, so I'm going to put that out there. That's a disclaimer, and that's an automatic, but I'm talking about the mental. We have more educated black people than ever in the history of America. We have black people that do research. We have black people who are involved in and politics more than ever. I mean, look at what has happened in the last couple of elections, not just in Georgia. Look at Alabama. Black people are getting involved in what's happening to our communities and our lives. So we want you all to remember this. And when it's time to vote again, remember, go get those names now before they're hard to find. Remember these people that didn't speak up for you. And for the Trump listener, uh, listeners, remember the people that misled you. I'll say that because a lot of them point blank lied to you. And a lot of them that want to go into politics a little further than they are now later are trying to get your vote. So they're going to lie and do everything they need to to make you believe in them to get your votes. So to all my listeners, just let's come together because what happened on Wednesday is just the most embarrassing thing in the history of this country. And it will never be forgotten. Never. We done started a whole new year straight off just trying to hope. And then this happens. <laughs> you know, somebody sent me a thing saying, um, as a matter of fact, I'm going to go find it because it was a, it was really interesting about it only being uh, the beginning of January. And they sent me a thing on... Um, what day was it? It was actually yesterday on January 7th. And I thought it was an interesting uh, phrase because it actually is how a lot of people are feeling after what they saw on Wednesday. And this is what it reads. It's a, excuse me. It says, I like to cancel my subscription to 2021. I've experienced the first seven day trial and I'm not interested. You know, and that's interesting because we can't start off 2021 like this. So just pay attention to your surroundings, pay attention to the people, and please start having a heart like you used to because some people are so cold and so me, me, me that they don't even care about what happens to other people. Wear a mask if you need to wear a mask. So please just try to be considerate. We all have to live in this country together no matter what. So we don't have to be all best friends, but we do need to be civil because what happened on Wednesday is outrageous. So I'm, and I'm just mad and I just wanted to just talk about it. I'm, you've heard it all over the news and all that, but I just wanted to put my input on it. So I'm in this episode, but I want you guys to definitely tune in to Marvelous Motivating Monday, and we are going to celebrate because they took all the celebration away instantly, and I think that was part of the point, too. We are already certified Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, so bravo. That's done, but we need to celebrate these two amazing men.
that have gotten these Senate seats for the state of Georgia. I am so excited. And I didn't realize that John Ossoff is the youngest senator. And it's going to be interesting because at 33, he's the youngest senator since the previous youngest senator who happens to be Joe Biden. I think that is amazing. So bravo, Georgia. Anyway, I'm going to, I'm, I, I just needed to vent because I was pretty mad and I had to calm down a couple days, but I'm going to end this episode saying thank you guys for tuning in and I'm excited about this podcast. I wasn't going to do it. Then when I decided to do it, I was going to do it one day, but I'm loving it. It's a lot of work, a lot of editing, a lot of learning and just bear with me because, you know, now that the elections are over, hopefully we can talk about some things that affect women specifically and the men on Fridays and definitely things that we can do to help the community because for real no matter what you do for a living and how much you make we're really all in this together because people don't realize when it affects one it really affects everyone in different ways so you might want to think about that so if you have any questions please give us a call at 404-855-7723 you can always send me an email at podcast host shapete19 <laughs> at gmail.com. And I ask you follow me on Twitter at Advocacy Ladies. That's capital A as in advocacy, capital L as in ladies. And definitely please follow me. Follow me on my hosting um, channel, which is uh, Podbean. And I am on all of the podcast apps. I'm on Pandora, Google Play, Apple iTunes, Spotify, and I am also on Alexa Tune In. And if you if you follow me on Podbean, the links to all of those are on there as well. So you can download the link if you're an Apple person and want to pull it up the next time. Make sure, though, when you go into the apps and... Um, Follow me. You have to make sure you turn on the notifications so that you will get all the episodes as soon as I publish them. And they will be every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So I like to end all of my episodes with the question, what do you have to say? Thank you for listening. <laughs>